0: So my mom and dad got divorced when I was five, Mm -hmm. and it was just me and my little brother, and it was rough, it was rough. When I turned 12 years years old, I started smoking, I started drinking, and I started having sex. He thought a guy, tried to rape me, it didn't go down like that, he killed
1: a friend of ours. When do you accept Jesus Christ? When do you, when? Hey, how's it going everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Pastor Juan Martinez, AKA Dr. Love. Cut you, off. <laughs> you almost did, but hey, you wanted to cut off the doctor love part. What's I'm up? Sorry. No, you're good. I'm
2: Stephanie. Uh, Martinez, Drave. How are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> Man, you know I'm excited about the show. Let me tell you why I'm excited about the show because I feel like I, you know you, you have like Juan. Everybody knows me like this, mm-hmm. but like there's some folks who know me from like street life or like my drug years or my prison mm-hmm. years and all that. And so when I think about this story right here, which we're about to introduce her. It kind of like I've been talking to my wife about it since six o'clock this morning because I, I just feel like there's a lot of things we have in common, yes. that um you know I, I don't I know your story, yeah. w- without even living in it. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like you know mine. I know. You know, I do like know. everything. Yeah. So it's like we we have that in common, yeah. and I feel like those things like just rock me when I see yeah. like the Jesus side, yeah. and I I am so honored to have with us today, Amanda man man
2: okay uh,
1: okay so you were raised in houston texas yes. we had your husband on the show before mm-hmm. uh trey nine mm-hmm. right everybody in houston knows trey nine now you get to meet his wife mm-hmm. yeah and uh, a lot of times that they, they, they see eyes on me and all that and they don't know that this all got started yep with you in Nine,
0: Yeah, he started Eyes on Me, but I came on board when in its infancy. Yeah. He's not even a year old. And yeah, we built this thing. So,
1: okay, 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 okay. So, I, I don't really even know how to kind of <laughs> go at it. Cause, yeah. So, okay, so.
2: Well, I think it's kind of like what you just shared. So, he had already started it, and mm-hmm. then you. Kind mm-hmm. of came along. So how did that yeah. kind of develop, right? So you you guys were already married, well, or he yeah, was doing no, I want to go. Like, I
1: want to I want to go yeah. right in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to go like yo. So okay, you're born in Houston because just as much as people were like, whoa, you know, his marriage and your. Uh, now we get to talk a little bit about uh, your healing and mm-hmm, sick yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah,
0: there's a lot.
1: But like, who was Amanda Herring like back in Way the back? day? Yeah, 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 like.
0: yeah. um. So I was actually my family's from Umble both my mom and dad's side of the family are like in the history books of Umble. Oh nice. Really? Yeah, they're in humility. The, uh, two out of like <laughs> yeah, two out of like seven families founding families. Nice. Yeah. Way wow. Back. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, So my mom and dad got divorced when I was five, Hmm. and it was just me and my little brother, and it was rough. It was rough like something you see on TV. My dad had people following us, taking pictures of us, and Mm -hmm. the phones wired up, it was crazy, crazy. But he was worried about my mama, and she was worried about the streets, um, and So your
1: of, mama was in the streets, too? She
0: wasn't near as tough as I was, Okay. but she was doing her thing a little bit. You yeah. know, she was out there, and so me and my little brother just got kind of, somebody would keep us this night, and then we'd go with another family mm-hmm. member this night, be on somebody's couch the next night. It was very unstable yeah. Yeah. and inconsistent, and um, it was just the adults in our life were failing us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I made straight A's and was this child who never got in trouble. I just wanted
1: to really? do the, re- oh, absolutely. That's how mine started, 100%, 100%. <laughs>
0: um, I was very insecure though, mm-hmm. and I just wanted the adults in my life to get along. And I thought I could just mm. behave and do my thing and you know, get amazing grades, and that maybe it'll make things better.
1: Yeah, you could be the that's, the, the yes. reconciler by the way you behave. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally. The way
0: I behave, totally. the grades I got, and so that's really what I tried to do. And it wasn't really like so intentional. It was also natural for me to just sure. Do the right you can thing. look
1: back and yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally.
0: Um, but whenever, so by the time I was about eleven is when I, I started realizing, you know what, this ain't working. Like I'm doing my part, and they are not doing their part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I turned twelve years, twelve years old, I started smoking, I started drinking, and I started having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really kind of what opened the doors. Um, totally. I had a boyfriend who, you know, we were 13 years old, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it at first, but one day I found out that he sold dope, that he sold crack. And we were young, you know, but um, I heard him actually on the phone cussing his mama out, and I was like, what are you doing? He said, my mama smoked all my dope. Like, wow. I sell crack, my mama smoked all my dope, and that's kind of how I was introduced to it. Okay, mm. this is what's up. Yeah. And yeah. so... You know, over time, I just started, you know, I was there, and I was seeing them hit licks, and so I learned. That's how I learned to, you know, buy Explain powder. Explain hitting
1: licks, just in case somebody so don't know. So I learned how this to, is the sh- name of the show was yeah. This Is Real, so you had yeah, to yeah, get raw. So you know. I,
0: learned, I learned how to buy powder, how to rock it up, yeah. how to cut it up, and how to serve. We were serving rock for rock at that time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was young. Um, and we'd get a hotel for the you know for the weekend and make like $25, $3,500, and we were kids, and so I was like, wow. Um, and then... You know, by the time I'm tripping, I'm out and, you know, staying out in the streets, this and that. He ended up going to prison um, in 1995, two weeks after he—it was two weeks after his 16th—I mean, before his 16th birthday— He went to jail for murder he thought a guy tried to rape me it didn't go down like that but he was smoking fry and just got paranoid and he he killed a friend of ours and so he got 20 years two weeks after his 16th birthday Mm. the day he went to jail for murder i found out i was pregnant for the first time and i ended up having a miscarriage um about i think about four weeks in but when he went to jail i could have you know went a different route but instead, I just took all his clientele, and that's how I really got into yeah. the game myself. Well, that's what,
1: usually what happens, right? That's usually, usually when when it's a guy and a girl, if the yeah. guy gets locked up, the girl she's just gonna, finds the next bag yeah. or finds yeah. whatever yeah. she needs to do yeah. because she's already in that life. Yeah.
0: I was already in the life, mm-hmm. and I had um, I had learned a lot, and yeah, it was just at a point where I was like, I, I'm just I, this is what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? I'm totally. just I'd already got a little taste of it, and so and I remember being. Excited that he got 20 years. I thought, man, he'll be home. This ain't gonna be no big deal. Like, it's gonna go down. Yeah. And so, you know, that started me for the next 15 years selling crack.
1: Are you still in high school and, and stuff? Or um, did you just get out?
0: I, I ended up getting <clears throat> pregnant again when I was 17. Yep. And I had my daughter, and I went to a school where I could take her to school with me. Yeah. And um, she got pink eye. It's crazy. And I couldn't ride the bus with the other pe- kids on the bus. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I had to. They kicked me out for not getting my 20 hours a week or whatever. But I did get my uh, GD while I was there. So it's a program for young mothers. You get your GD, mm. yeah. and then you work towards your diploma. Yeah. But if you can't get your diploma, you got your GD, and so that's what I did. Yeah.
2: Wow. And, and in really
0: school, did. I still did well in school after I had my daughter. You know, it was that school was one thing that I loved um, and that I did well at without really much effort. Mm-hmm. So
1: okay. After that, yeah. you get out of school, you're so still yeah. on drugs, you're still doing everything. Yeah. Now it gets, obviously oh, it now, progresses, oh, yeah. right? Cause you now, know, now it always saying. does. Yeah. Everybody thinks like, you yeah. know, it's no, just, the story the doesn't end well.
0: So um, once I you know, got my GED and stopped going to school, um, yeah, I went from you know smoking weed, to popping pills and then i went to smoking fry when i was pregnant with my daughter actually before i found out i was a fry head i was smoking a lot of wet. Mm. Then i found out i was pregnant and i stopped i stopped that stuff every- is crazy oh it's crazy that makes you think you oh, can fly from top of oh, buildings. oh it yeah. it's crazy it's crazy yeah and i loved it yeah um but i got sober long enough to have her you know but it, as soon as she was born it wasn't long until i was right back you know we were kicked on houses and um my daughter ended up going with my mom my mom she hadn't, my mom got it together by the time, right about the time I started tripping. Yeah. My mama got it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I had, I had already got a taste of it. Yeah. So I wasn't oh, yeah. trying to hear nothing. She I always, was it's about. like
1: Twilight, right? It's like a vampire. Yeah. Like once you taste yeah. a little bit, like yeah. you, you're gone. You're yeah. off to the races. Yeah. You're biting everything.
0: Yeah. So I ended up, next 15 years, I was, I mean, there were days whenever, you know, I'd be, I, I started pimping girls. Um, I started stripping. I was escorting, you know, just this whole life, everything that comes with it. Everything that comes with it. Right.
1: So when is it? Because, I mean, this is like, it's chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You have a yeah. chaotic life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When do you accept Jesus Christ? When do you? When, when, how does that even you. happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That,
0: okay, let me tell you. So whenever I was nine years old, the, um, my old family church in Umbley on Main Street, my pastor was 80. He literally was like 82 when he quit preaching. But um, <laughs> I had gone to church with my grandma, and I got saved whenever I was nine. So it was a genuine salvation experience. Whenever I accepted Jesus in my heart, I knew what I was doing. I knew the decision I was making, and I made it wow. 100%. So all those years, this is important, yeah. this, listeners. This is important. All those <laughs> years, whenever I was in the streets and I'm doing, you know, selling dope and stripping and all this, I never felt okay with it. I never was like, oh, I'm young. I'm just going to get it in. and I'll settle it up. Never. The Holy Spirit. I was convicted. All day, every day, wow. and I would just, the, I would just cover that with drugs. With I would drugs. stay high sure, sure, mm-hmm. you know because me. I was always convicted. I would be like, "Girl, what are you doing? You know better than this." Jesus had me so convicted at all times. I never wow. thought it was okay. I never, you know, I just knew it was wrong. Yeah, I knew He, he wasn't gonna let me just do it and just do it. You know, without yeah, yeah, totally. without just absolute conviction. When does yeah.
1: when does it when do How you? What's the next step? Uh yeah, the next
0: the... thing. So, um, in 2007. I was, um, I had drank and pretty much drugged myself into a coma. I was um, at a pizza hut in the parking lot. I don't even know how I got there. I mean, I drove there (laughs) literally, but um, I don't know if I had my foot on the brake or if the car was in park, but somebody saw me and they called 911 because I was unresponsive Mm. and I went into the hospital and I was in a coma for five days. I was on life support Um, and it was um, alcohol, Xanax and cocaine. I think were the only three things in my only. I think they were the only three <laughs> things in <laughs> She's my system. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. Um I think that, that was the only three things in my system, but um, whenever I woke up in the hospital, you know, you, I I one would think that immediately I would have been like, "Wow, god. What am I doing?" You know, like, "What the heck? Thank you for saving me." And I didn't. I can't figure it out. I didn't mm. know I woke up and I was writing because I couldn't talk and I was writing get this stuff out of me, get this stuff out of my throat I'm grown, I'm not, you know no, nah. yeah, totally. so, mm-hmm. so I, the doctor said you, you're not just going to leave and so I took the tape off wow. of my nose and I pulled the tubes and I felt them come from here oh. I felt them come all the way up my throat and I took them out and I left, so after that though <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah it was crazy, no. <laughs> but guess what I kept those papers so whenever I really am going through it, I look back and I'll get this red box I have them in and I'll look at that paper and I'll read it and I'll be like, it just reminds me of how brutal it was, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But after that, it was probably like 10 days, two weeks later, and I was at my mom's house on the back porch, and I had killed a bottle of whiskey, and I was passed on the porch swing, and Mm whenever I woke up, my nine-year-old daughter was in the street, and she was trying to stop somebody to come get her, because she Mm -hmm. was so scared she was gonna be stuck with me dead. She knew I had just got out of the hospital, Mm -hmm. and that I had just gone through that, and she was scared she was gonna be trapped with me, and I said, Lord, please, God, because in my mind, I literally saw what my mama had did to me when I was little, right. what I was doing to my you daughter. You were just repeating it. And I could yeah. just see a generational curse in my mind. I could just see my daughter with her first daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, please God, please God, don't let that happen. It gives me chills talking about yeah. it. Um, and so I went into treatment. I went into treatment for 52 days. It was in Greens Point, um, New Light Church. It was an or, you okay. know, yeah. it was called Life Change, and yeah, it yeah. was life changing. Yeah. I, the whole time I was there, from the time I woke up until the time I went to sleep, it was just me and Jesus. Nice. I mean, it was just, you know, worship and prayer and reading the word of God and learning his word. You know, it was just amazing. And so I came out of that and I was sober. I was sober. I met Trey.
1: That's when you met Trey.
0: Yeah. So that was, I, I went in 07. I got out, I think like January of 08. I met Trey in the end of that year, in October. And we ended up getting, we only knew each other for, it was like six days, and we knew we loved each other. That's a whole other story oh. in itself. Yeah, in that he had he had was separated and getting a divorce, and the minute that we knew that this was more than a, just a, you know, we liked each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said we can't never see each other or talk again until your divorce is final, and we didn't. And the day his divorce is final was our first date in December of 09. Cause tre- Trey doesn't to... have
1: this life. Yeah. No, Trey's Trey, like the yeah, good yeah. guy, right? Trey's, so this is like the Trey's story, never, usually is the princess and the thug, you yeah. know? And I, I said, no, this was this flipped. And by the
0: way, <laughs> Trey's yeah. never smoked weed in his life. He's yeah, never done totally. a drug in his yeah, life. Totally. Um, so yeah, so we met six days later, we knew it was something serious. And so we didn't talk again until December 16th I think it was like 42 days or something we didn't talk I wrote to him in a journal we just knew we already knew and so our first day was December and then we got engaged February and we got married in May
1: wow May of
0: 2010
1: 2010 so now you're you're going in this relationship things are awesome you're living a really good life I am uh
0: uh-huh um things were going great I was on the front lines of ministry with him while we couldn't see each other for those like 40 something days yeah um, God had birthed in me this ministry. Um, I think to keep me busy because you know we. I was wondering like, you know, what is he doing? Is this going to be for real? Is this yeah, going to yeah. be it? You know, mm-hmm. and he was wondering the same thing. But we we kind we just kind of knew. But I think that's why God gave me this ministry. I worked at a company where um, Ritchie Brothers. Shout out to Ritchie Brothers. Oh, where that. we do these big. Um, you do. Yeah, yeah. I used to live in Humble, so I remember right. Oh right what, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I worked there. So we did these huge auctions for like yeah. machinery and. Yeah. Um, And so three days before three days during and like two days after they would um, order food from like chili sawgrass whatever and we'd eat that and then they would throw it away and then they would order again for night so they did lunch and dinner and so i was like i know 12 minutes down the road downtown that there's people hungry and i was like this ain't right this is Mm -hmm, not cool mm -hmm. so i started packing my trunk up and i would go downtown by myself every day when i got off and on the sixth day there was like this big line waiting for me and they were like Hey, Miss Amanda, and I was like, Wow! And so I went home that night and I was journaling. And I said, God, clearly there's a need, and if you provide, I'll go. That was what I said. If you provide, I'll go. So and good. for a year and ten months, a year and ten months, we fed between 60 and 120 people, and we never had one donor that said, I'm going to pay this much. Nothing like that. It was organic. It was so random. People would say, we have food after Thanksgiving. We have food after Christmas. And then churches mm. came on board yeah. and said, we'll that's take That's when I day. first met you. Yeah. 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 They said, we'll take one day of the week. And so it became this crazy. That's secret. when I first it met It crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: went over there and kind of Served. fed the homeless. Hey, <laughs> that's, <master. laughs> yeah. that's, great. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah, th- so that's kind of God birthed that in me. And so. Once we got married, and I thought, you know, this is my life, I'm gonna be on the front lines of ministry. We went to Brazil and we went, um, to several different places to, yeah. to, to do missions, yeah. And um, and then it just hold came. on, yeah, hold
1: on, hold yeah. on, because yeah. then everything's going great. <laughs> yeah. Now we're gonna go to about 2013, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what, this what happens, and then all yeah. of a sudden something big happens, yeah, right? Yeah, um, we're gonna be right back, uh, after this commercial break, uh, to hear what happens.
2: Stay all right.
1: tuned, we're back.
2: Welcome back you guys. Um, all right. Is, so this is
1: like uh, this should be like a little whirlwind. movie. Like that's I almost yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
2: to tell me that. Hey, all. listen. Come on. We're going to do this. what God's going to do. Yeah. Listen, yeah. so okay. I'm trying to think of the actress that's going to play her.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've
0: been I've, I've Drew Barrymore. Starred, I I myself in one of Trey's stories that was about me. I mean, one of his videos oh, called Fatherless. Nice.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: I, played myself. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I She's
2: I like, I "Hey, you're like it'll be me. I don't need an actress. No, I didn't have speaking roles." Hey, no, you would do great.
1: You would do great. I think you would do great. You would bring it. You would bring it. Okay, so boom. 2000 so you 2013 what happens
0: so you guys are married actually, you know, tell me what happens which, 2013 right? then we'll stuff. go back yeah um,
1: to 2012.
0: well I, i'll add this one thing from the last segment is that whenever trey and i got married we were only married five months and we were feeding the homeless downtown yeah, yeah. and there were two little boys under the bridge mm-hmm. with their birth mother mm-hmm. and um and they were homeless and it was freezing and so the very first night that we met them we took them home and we ended adopted. up adopting our boys, yeah. Wow. yeah so they were, right. um, they were 15 months and three and a half, and we adopted them. So that's Nick and Tristan. And then, yeah. of course, my daughter, Tiana, and then our youngest, Tice. So yeah. 2012, I'm pregnant. And um, I was hurting so bad. And I was like, something is wrong. You know, what's, what's wrong? And I had been hurting for a while, but I thought it was rheumatoid arthritis because my family had it really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my doctor said, right after you have your son, we're going to figure it out. So had Tice, went to the hospital or the doctor, and they said, your spine is shot. Like, you need this, this, and this. And so that started me on this next season where I went in for surgery my first time in How many surgeries have you had? I've had six. I've had one lumbar and five cervical
1: fusions. Ah. So now yeah. you are fighting yes. uh, the flesh the for one thing, but now you also have pain that mm-hmm. actually is oh, asking goodness. for things that really yeah. probably you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be doing, yeah. and yeah. so now yeah. you're in this yeah. dilemma, yeah. what I would call conundrum.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, you're
1: in a conundrum. So and then?
0: So my first surgery in 2012, of course, I go to the hospital, <clears throat> I come home, and I'm on pain pills. It was my first yeah. surgery, you know, and um, it had been so long since I'd done anything, pain, you know, taken any pills or done anything like that. Totally. And so... The very first day I got home whenever I went to, I was laying down when I got up to use the restroom, the first time I um, I took my Band-Aid off of my neck of my cervical, surgical scar and i passed out in my bathroom on the tile floor Mm -hmm. and i got up my friend was there she helped me get up and stuff and so i was hurting after that and i told my doctor i called him and said i just want to let you know and he said you're gonna have some pain Miss herring you know you're gonna have some pain this is recovery and so i was like okay i kept telling trey something is not right Mm -hmm. something's not right and so my doctor said come in after eight to ten weeks we'll do imaging and see what's up i went in for imaging all of my hardware had collapsed so that was the first surgery so we had to go back in and do a revision to fix that and so i'm on pain pills for that and then it just ends up every time i go in that was the first time but after that my surgeries were not successful they wouldn't fuse my body would not receive the cadaver bone and so i ended wow. up yeah so i'm on pain pills not just short term now now i'm on pain pills because every time i'm supposed to be healed i'm not and they have to redo it so i'm on pain mm-hmm. pills constantly mm-hmm. and um the pain was so relentless and it became so unbearable and it was just this non-stop you know i went from being on front lines of ministry, doing street ministry with Trey, to being stuck in my bed. I went from wow. boxing and modeling and all this to literally not being able to cook something for my family to eat. And so added to the pain was I knew without a doubt, I just had convinced myself that Trey were to getting married. That he had to regret that now he was stuck with me with Mm. all these issues, I believed it I believed that now God gave me a chance to be a mom again with these two boys and I could not take care of them Mm. I couldn't hold my newborn and so I just had convinced myself that everybody was better off without me like it was awful and so it went from just being on pain pills
1: you relapsed
0: um, I I got a phone call from uh, somebody called Trey and he came outside to tell me that my sister had died in a car accident and my sister was lost and I had tried to minister to her so many times and so in my mind I'm seeing I can't be there for my husband I can't take care of my kids my sister's in hell and I it was too much for me and that's what spurred me to I left the house and I went straight to fifth ward straight to a trap house and it went just from pain pills to being on Pain pills. I was back on cocaine. I was back on Xanax. I was. Drinking. Oh, yeah, because when you I come back, c- usually you come, come back. back all the way, but yeah. it's just going, down. Yeah, it's going yeah. down. Every time I've ever yeah. came
1: back, it's like, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. um, music immediately. I relapsed, yeah. all things immediately. Yeah. Wow. And, and so that was the next step. So I was tripping. And my husband had to come save the day, and he
1: Yeah, it. he told us that in, in his interview, yeah, like yeah, how yeah. he went out, found you at the trap house, all crazy. kinds of stuff. yeah. Uh, so that's, that's Talk wild. Talk about a movie, yeah. So, <laughs> so fast forward, um, when does when do you make the decision that, yo, you know, after he gets you and all yeah. that, like when, when, fast forward to me, to now.
0: Okay, um, so yeah, whenever, there were lots of things that happened during my relapse that were just, I thought insurmountable, I mm-hmm. you know, I just thought it was just too far gone. And, um, and Trey, instead of treating me like his wife who had really done the fool, yeah, yeah, he treated me just like any sister in Christ that he would help. And he was like, "I'm not going to look at it like this. I'm going to look like, what do I do for strangers? Mm-hmm. What do I do for you, know, people that are ah par- oh, man, that are yeah. partners. Ba, ba,
1: ba, ba, ba. Oh,
0: man, Oh you, come that's,
1: on! That's how we have to think that's, though, because it's almost like we was, treat like yeah. people that we don't know like yeah. better, it's okay. <laughs> better,
0: right? Right? No, it's it's I don't know why we do that. Yeah, it's yeah. human nature. It's so because good. I guess when we're hurt by those who we yeah. love the most, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. they're it's, to you. So you're you know what I mean? Oh, know better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: totally. You, sh- you you can't do anything. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, so yeah, Trey loved me like he, he would loved you back. Loved me back, and he oh man. He gospeled. He said, look. You're going to have to go back to treatment. You're going to have to, you know, this is the right So line. there was some things. He's oh, going to love you back, but, yeah, but, you, yeah. but you're
1: going to have to do this. Because that's yeah, important. Yeah. Oh, it's that's absolutely important. Because sometimes important. you try to love uh, some people back, and no. they're not willing to do the work. Yeah. You no, with me?
0: I was willing to do whatever it took. Because when my husband showed me that, you know, something I didn't even say earlier. My dad, whenever my boyfriend went to jail for, to prison for murder, my dad, he beat me up really bad. And he told me. You know, I'd rather you be dead. I'd rather you be um, a murderer. I could hire you attorney. I'd rather be this and that, but I can't do nothing with you. And if you never do anything else for me, please get your last name changed. I mean, he didn't want nothing to do with me. So for nine and a half years, he did not, he had nothing to do with me. He hated me and it was awful. And so I would, there'd be times I'd try to get sober and then I would see my dad somewhere and fall apart. Mm. So whenever Trey loved me and said, look, we're going to be okay. This is going to work, but this, Mm. this, and this, I had never seen that before, I had right. never experienced that before, right. and, and I was willing to do whatever it took, and so I went back to treatment, to Wimberley, I was in the hill country, and it was beautiful, and my mind was clear, and um, and I got sober again, I got sober, and you Oh, know, you've been sober now. I've been sober since, t- oh, 2013? Yeah. I believe it was the yeah. end of 2013, it might have been the very beginning of 2014. Yeah, but nice. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. That's fire. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's not easy, it's not easy, oh, no, but, not I hear you. It's, but it's fire. For sure, um, and so yeah, you know there were things like stipulations like my phone, anytime Trey wants to go on my phone, anytime he wants to go through anything, mm-hmm. because whenever I relapsed again, he went through my stuff, and y'all.
1: Yeah, he's in shock. Well, yeah, he's never. Well, I didn't
0: even know all the stuff he, on our bed. He just had. I mean, there were so many bottles and bottles and just paraphernalia. I'm talking about. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was. It. it was awful, and so he had full access to anything and
2: everything, and he still does. I mean, yeah, yeah. my life. Well, yeah. it keeps
1: you accountable, right? Yeah. And we, we need that. It'd be oh, foolish like, yeah,
2: yeah. to not. Absolutely. You know? and I think that's where a lot of people struggle. Yeah. Is. They're like, "Oh, I'm not that person anymore." Nah, it's open, like you still got to yeah. keep them. Yeah. The
1: accountability up. is super important. I Absolutely. mean, I know that's what helps me. Like because I know. You know, like yeah, everybody mm-hmm. got my social media. It's kind of funny. Like I was like, I told my daughter once. I'm like, I mean, the media people, everybody's got access to my stuff. So no matter what comes in, yes. they kind of see. Yes. It. Yeah. So it kind of, and I know that, and yeah. so I'm like, that keeps me kind of like, yeah. it's like a parole officer.
0: Yeah. Pa- yeah. <laughs> y'all yeah. up. Yeah. Pastors. Yeah. Y'all stuff gonna be out. It, yeah. People hey, are gonna just be out yeah.
1: yeah. Pastor yeah. now. I'm still yeah. Juan. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I know. I guess. I, I you know. I would say when you lie to yourself, you lie to everybody else. And yeah. I feel like for me. I I have I know me
0: yeah
1: I and, and really well yeah and so I just put like uh, fifty five miles per hour thirty
0: five yeah know what I'm man I know because <laughs> if you not know, know. Yeah. if not I'm yeah. gone All I'm
1: those... gone I, I say yo y'all won't see me y'all think yeah yeah I go these little things that happen around me that I'm yeah. like oh how cute you know yeah, I, I, I you wrestle think. like twenty feet demons like yeah oh man
0: come like on like they're
1: like twenty they ain't five six or six, come back two. seven times <laughs> stronger Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Yes, i was
1: yeah. yes, yes. like, oh, heck know, I know, you know, I when I preach this church, I go, look, if this is Jesus's leg, I hold on to him like this. Right. Like I can't just do Chime the whole like, oh no, yeah. like heck no, I, yeah, you gotta I go would, in. I would just, I would just yeah. go sideways. So yeah. I love talking to you yes. because I, I hear the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And so here you are, because I want to get to the, to some of the questions. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now we know you're saved, um, you're, you're, you're with Jesus, you're walking this out. Um, so that's an incredible story yeah. but I want to get some of the questions because I feel yeah. like the questions yeah, are we'll really like yeah yeah some depth uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm
2: ready alright let's kick it off with the first one it's called Dear Younger Me right mm-hmm.
1: and so, I might put her back in the yeah. car because I feel like I got questions I
2: mean questions. of course uh-huh. wouldn't be this is real it'll yeah, 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 <laughs> go twice I, I, <laughs> yeah.
1: I put some I didn't yeah. put everybody in the car twice okay, but okay. there's some stories that I'm like look I'm gonna put you back I wanna put yeah. you back I wanna <laughs> take <laughs> you
2: alright so Dear Younger Me basically take us back to a younger version of yourself and it could be at any point right we heard a lot about your story Um, but what were you like what were you doing and if you could go back to that younger version of Amanda what would you tell her what piece of advice would you tell her
0: Um, if I could go back to whenever I started you know staying high um, Mm -hmm. breaking the law in and out of jail and all that stuff I think that I would have told myself that there were people there were not many but there were people in my life that I could have really clung on to Mm. and Mm. I would tell myself to do that I would tell myself to just you know, let them lead and let me follow, and I would follow because yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't, I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have a lot of people, but I did have some people in my life that were doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and I would have mm-hmm. clung on to them if I could That's go back good. to my younger self. I feel
1: like in those days sometimes we get the case of the efforts, and I'm not mean fate Yeah, I don't mean. I mean yeah. like we get like yeah. oh every, every little problem we're like oh so we don't yeah. really see those things because yeah. yeah. we really want to run. But at one and
2: point it. there was a choice. You saw, it. you <laughs> yeah. know, you're like and oh, was yeah. those people. I'll tell you what else too. You know,
0: I said out school was easy for me. I really loved school. You know, there were times whenever I. I was tripping and I was high and stuff. But um, I went to college. Like I went to school and I um, was a pharmacy tech. And so, yeah, ooh, I should be in prison. I was a <laughs> pharmacy tech and I applied to pharmacy school to get my doctorate of pharmacy to be a pharmacist. Yeah. And all of my friends, I took the PCAT exam and all of my friends, my score was like so much higher, but I did not get into it. I didn't get accepted. I was an alternate. Mm-hmm. And at the time I just cried and I was so devastated. And I was like, "Why, God, I'm really, really trying. And now I look back. And I'm they like, Jesus, because I had already <laughs> caught a case, I was already tripping here a yeah. little bit little yeah. bit in the pharmacy, and so I would <laughs> be in prison literally I'd be in prison, and so I would tell you'd be my,
1: doctoring yourself or man, you'd be like, yeah, yeah
0: yeah, and so I would tell myself, don't be devastated by that moment because you know God did that for me, but to keep on with my education and yeah, to really yeah. put it seriously because I you know I it was easy for me, and I just wish mm. you know I'm still I'm really close, I'm like five classes away. From getting my degree, and I want to finish it one day whenever you I'm should. feeling good. You I do. should. I want to.
1: You should, because yeah. even if you took a little step at a time, right? Because sometimes I, we think like just yeah. e- even now, right? Mm-hmm. In your good days, even yeah. if you did yeah. a few days, that's a few days, few days. That's what I did. The last days, probably
0: know? like uh, maybe like three years ago, I took one class at a time, and then took one class, and I got A's and I loved it. So I'm really close, and I do. I think that I'll finish it. I, I may never should. use it, but I want yeah, to.
2: Yeah. yeah no, to you might.
1: Somebody told me about a doctor that's autistic. Somebody was telling me there's a show about a doctor, a surgeon. Yeah, There's like this show, and I was like what that they they so show him doing all the stuff while he's, wow. he's yeah yeah especially like what you're what, what you're saying yeah. as far
2: as like it, it came easy to you with yeah i mean with other people's schools just that's super what i'm different. saying Me, i'm so, like oh, i'm good like yeah. i don't like to study yeah. i don't be in school, school anymore. is where i, I thrive yeah. in school and so i would tell
0: myself you know maybe stay that way it, from the pharmacy but, but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that field. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah but go said, ahead, a different yeah, yeah. one. <laughs> you have an assistant going yeah, there. I'll yeah. just tell you what to do. Yeah, but go ahead and finish. So I would take. My, I would tell myself to you know try to just stay on track and um, pursue that.
1: Pursue I think that. you are telling yourself that though. I, I in am. a way, right now. Yeah. Ooh,
0: yeah so you want yeah. to you tell yourself back? I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, that's
2: yeah. Super so dope. you're going back. To oh where? yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wanna maybe maybe three times this time. That's okay. right. Okay. Buckle okay. up. You So do it. buckle up. Hey, <laughs> you just got back. I'm like you're going. I'm like the guy with the white hair. We're going somewhere. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So um, that would have been the scary part back in the day. You're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so look. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, so okay, um, you're back in the car, and I want you to go back to the moments with your father. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Because you're not the person you were. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your grace, your mercy, there's a lot of things that probably have grown in you. Yeah. And you're not in the same headspace, right? Absolutely, yeah. So if you can go back Mm -hmm. to a moment that you had with your father Mm -hmm. and you basically are going to talk to him, what Mm -hmm. would you say to your dad with what you know now? Mm
0: -hmm. Me and my dad, whenever I married Trey, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. my dad started very slowly coming back into my life. Mm-hmm. And so for the last three years in a row, my dad, my birthday was last week. And my dad has sent me birthday cards for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him a few times. I saw him on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the damage was unbelievable. Totally. It was, and all my brothers and sisters were on drugs, were committing crimes, were in and out of jail, and they lived with him. And he had a relationship with them. But whenever I had my daughter who was biracial – And back in the day, in Old Humble, I think that that was too much for him. Mm -hmm. And so that's the only difference, was me and my siblings, you know, one smoked meth, one ate meth, one snorted meth. I mean, they were all out of there. My sister died in a head-on collision, she was high. My other brother lost his leg in an accident. He's an amputee, he was high. My little brother, right now, just got out of jail. We tried to help him get on track. He burn off. Yeah, he burnt off. Get high, you know, getting high, and so um, I couldn't understand how they could all live with him. And he would bail him out of jail. And my sister went to prison, mm-hmm. got out, lived with him, and I was over here, you know, doing well in school. Yeah, I was tripping, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, I just couldn't understand how can he be that, you know, hate me that much. Sure. And so even though we have somewhat of a relationship, it's awkward. It's not a regular father and daughter relationship, but we do have a somewhat of a relationship. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a difficult one. I
1: I want you to go back though. Mm. Right? Maybe yeah. where he's the time he beat would you he or be whatever. Uh-huh. What what you know now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would
0: what tell What would him. this
1: amanda say? Because there might be somebody out there that
0: mm.
1: you know, maybe he'll he maybe he's gonna listen to the show. Yeah. And um, you know what? Hey, listen. Let me tell we you something. There was happen. a guy. We had, we had a guy here from Miami hasn't seen his dad in years, and somehow the dad wandered up, and they got Gosh, yeah. they started to go back together. Wow. And this is all the way That's from Miami. Wow. So we can't put that past God. Yeah, yeah, right. That one day he's sitting and he hears it. He's just on 100.7 FM, and all of a sudden, yeah. he's like, "What? Mm-hmm. What would you tell your dad with everything you know now about Jesus in your life? Like, if you mm-hmm. could go back, what would you say?" Talk to him.
0: It's so hard. It's, it's so okay. hard.
1: Um, we do it by faith, oof, right? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Just because it's hard to speak to a non-believer, who thinks that they, you know, he he would say. That he has a relationship with
1: God. But what would you say mm. out of your relationship with God? Remember, because yeah. you're going off of mm-hmm. not what he's done. Ooh,
0: this is hard. one. you put me on spot. Let me think. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I think that um I think I would probably try. I don't know. Because
1: remember, he's about to beat you. And you. let's say you yeah. go back into that moment. What would you say to him?
0: Dad, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And why? You know, I am your flesh and blood. I'm literally... You're telling me you hate me. You're telling me you never want to see me again. You're telling me get my last name changed. Like, look me in my eyes. I would probably grab him and look him right in the face and say, like, look at me, Daddy. What are you doing and why? You know? Mm. Mm. I think I would just try to connect that way. Um, I don't, I, honestly, I don't think it would have worked. But that's probably, I would have probably tried. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I think I I think your heart's in the right place. I yeah. feel like you love your daddy, despite of okay. what he's done, and you know, oh, I love all, my daddy, all, yeah. all you know, and all now? girls want to have yeah. that relationship with their dad. You mm-hmm. know, so I think that's important.
0: Yeah, and you know, important. now that my sister's dead, my brother is an amputee. He's sober though now, thank God. Amen. Um And then my little brother is doing his thing. You know, my dad. I know that he's trying. He's trying by sending me birthday cards and by you know when i do talk to him he doesn't know how to say i'm sorry i apologize Mm -hmm. but he he definitely has tried little baby steps to mend you know i think that he's looked at the rest of my siblings and he's got to be like hmm wow the only one and you know honestly i thank god i thank god for the distance because i am the only one who got out of that house and who got out of that um environment right. and who loves jesus and who has an amazing family and who has a a man in my life
1: mm-hmm. who just
0: could never um compare to the horror you know of my childhood mm-hmm. and i'm so grateful i escaped and so even though it was really t- really really hard at the time i do i thank god for giving me yeah. that distance and removing yeah. me because mm-hmm. i know it was his will i mean i know i just know it was part of his bigger plan I yeah. think
1: I think your life alone is speaking, yeah. and I think I think you are gonna reconnect. Yeah, I, I do, cause that's what's in your heart.
0: Yeah,
1: and so even though you're saying it's hard, I feel like you've tasted. Basically, mm-hmm. Jesus through Trey Nine, mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel that even though what your dad has done is difficult,
0: yeah, oh, I've, I've um, getting-
1: I feel like you. You probably can extend the very same Absolutely. thing, just 100%. based because I know yeah. like wh- yeah. who's been forgiven much loves Absolutely. much, right? Yeah. And I know what yeah. we've been forgiven. Yeah. You know, of. and I so. was
0: never, um, I was never mad at my dad during right. that time. I was devastated and heartbroken and so sad. Um, but even now, I've forgiven my daddy. The minute it happened, I forgave him. It wasn't, I didn't hold anger or bitterness. Bitterness. It was just more of heartbreak. Okay, yeah. I'm
1: gonna put you back in the car. Let's go. But back. I think we're gonna go to a break All right. before okay. I put you back in the car. All right. All right. Let's All right, it. we'll be right back. Okay. Welcome
2: back you We're guys. guys. We're back. I'm putting you back
1: in the car. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I I okay. So what would you, I wanna put you back okay. and with everything you know now, yeah, right? Uh not what you know about the past per se, mm-hmm. but what everything you've learned now, who who Amanda is today with everything she's learned about Jesus in her life. You go back in the car yeah. and you pop up and there's your mom. Yeah. When, what would you say to your mom back then when she was tripping?
0: Mm, I think I would say, and me and my mom are best friends and she's an yeah. amazing woman of God. Totally. She's just so powerful.
1: Totally, I, I do these things because sometimes somebody's listening. Yeah, yeah. that needs and to be yeah. yeah. yeah, Totally, absolutely. because because there might be a mom yeah. Who's that's tripping? listening and I she's think, tripping and then yeah, she hmm. hears, oh my God, that's my daughter. Yeah, yeah And I then agree. she kicks on. You I know? think
0: that I would remind her about generational curses. And mm. just like that, you know, what I saw flash before my eyes, whenever I was tripping and I could just picture my daughter, I think that I would remind my mama because my mama was saved too. She was yeah. saved mm. too, but she was wilding, you know? So I think I would remind her, like, is this what you want for me? Mm-hmm. You know, is this the example that you want to be for yeah. me? Because that's what this is doing. Yeah. You know, this is creating a cycle. And so
2: I think I would tell her that.
1: Wow. Okay. That's so good. Okay. Oh, so
2: the next one we're jumping Let's into is it. called The Struggle Was Real, right? Mm-hmm. So you shared, you know, several struggles, and maybe it's one that you've already shared, or maybe it's something else that people may not know. Yeah. But the struggle well, was real. Is, yeah, or yeah. something current. So basically, share with us something that you struggled with or something that you're struggling with, but how more so overcome. how you overcome mm-hmm. it. Um, I think that it would probably be wanting to be in
0: ministry and the picture in my head that I saw Mm -hmm. that that looked like um, and not being able to do it. So it was very difficult for me. I had to mourn it. I had to mourn ministry. I had to mourn um, and really grieve. It went through a grieving process, um, like when you lose someone because I had this picture in my mind that Trey and I were gonna do this, and we were gonna do this, with eyes on me, and I just had this big, beautiful, you know, picture of what it was gonna look like, and so whenever it all, in my eyes, fell to pieces, and I was so sad about it, um, I had to grieve it, and so, the struggle was for me to have to learn to sit still, to be dependent on others. Come on, mm. man, be dependent on others, like what? I was not even, Trey would have people lined up to bring food to us and to come help me clean the house and I wouldn't receive it. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to receive it. Mm. I could not receive somebody coming over and doing my laundry, just couldn't do it. People would people would come drop food off and he would receive it. <laughs> but um, it was very difficult for me to to be able, you know, just to let people yeah. help me, including yeah. him. Yeah. You know, I was independent. Like I had never needed anybody since I was 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I did not need anybody. I didn't need you to buy my school clothes. I didn't need you to give me money. I didn't need you. You know, I really didn't need yeah, anybody for yeah, anything. Totally. Yeah. And so, it was a struggle for me to just have to sit down, slow down. You know, be trapped in a house where <laughs>
1: you're like, Hey, I can't get
0: out. You know, you know, <laughs> it was that was it was the struggle was real mm-hmm. because I was not. Um, it was just so difficult. How'd you overcome it? Yeah. Um, God, Jesus, like it was nothing but answered prayer. So I went from, I went from being hating it, hating it, hating it, wanting to go everywhere and do everything to begging God to change my heart begged God I would say God please if I can't go out and do ministry then please bring it to me and so he did one at a time Mm. he would bring people into my life instead of it being quantity it was quality then it would be one person at a time one girl that came to work for us she was I believe the first girl that ever worked for us um she worked in our garage and so, which is changed into a room, I'm sorry,
1: but uh, yeah, it's,
0: it's built on, when we brought our babies home from yeah, under, yeah, under the
1: yeah, bridge, we had to yeah, build yeah. on a few rooms. No, right. I, I hear you. Um, our office used to be in a house.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> no yeah. and so um, I d- was able to go really, really deep with her, and she needed somebody. She needed a spiritual mother in her life, and so really that's what God did. He just completely mm. changed. He changed my heart so much to where, like I was telling you earlier, whenever people want to hang out or they want to go do things, I, I don't really have that desire anymore. Like I love just randomly, like Love Wins. Oh yeah. my gosh, shout out to Love Wins. Hey. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so fun and I loved every minute of it. You did so um, good, I heard yeah. a number of great stuff. It was mm-hmm. so, so great. I absolutely loved it, I cannot wait till next year. Um, but. I don't do I did so much hanging out whenever I was younger. I don't really do want to do no hanging out. God really mm-hmm. took that from me. So now yeah. I am happy right there in the four walls of my house. Just happy where you're at. I am and I'm genuinely happy. And I think that people probably don't quit praying for me. If you're praying yeah. for me for my health, please don't stop praying for me. But I think people <laughs> pray for me also like because they think I want to get out and I wanna be involved and I wanna do this. And there's moments of that where I kinda miss it. Totally. But no, God has really given me peace. He wow. gave me He has given me peace in my home with my children to where it's just nothing but the Lord yeah. it's I feel 100%. like you've gotten to a
1: place where you're embracing the process yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes yeah. we like oh embrace the process but we don't really embrace yeah. the process oh, and I'm, so I'm understanding where you're at yeah is, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I yeah. It's, and I think it's really it kind
2: of like you know, it's like a redemption too, because you were sharing how you were eleven and all these adults around you didn't, mm. yeah. weren't acting right, you know, and couldn't take care of you, and you were the child, and so yeah. it's like even though maybe it's not parents, but there's people now, you take know, like your husband and the people who are taking care of you. So it's kind of he flipped it, you know, to yeah. where he's that's like, dope. hey, you have to take care of all these people. Yeah. Now you have all these people who are going to take care of you. So yeah. I think that's really awesome. Yeah.
0: So it might not be a that struggle really to dope. some, but it really, it was really a struggle for me at first. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Hey, how do you, you know, because obviously you're still kind of go through your days where they're difficult and like pain and, you know, hoping that your last surgery now fuses. Is that the word you use? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Is that like a, that's like a current struggle? Oh my goodness. That you're constantly overcoming? Constantly. Yeah.
2: Because you have to live with it, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I do. Yeah. Because it's not like, boom, hey guys. Right? How do you... How do you do that? Now, I've you. To me, you're amazing. I, I, I yeah. I'm like, I love you. You know, like just, just seeing everything. But, just seeing how you even, you know, when you met Greg, because she met Greg mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, oh my God, my like gosh. she turned on. Like you're yeah. in pain. Let me help you. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> right. And then yeah. he's the first thing he did was Amanda's coming. Hey, let me talk yeah. to her. It's you amazing. know, because they, when they meet, yeah. they know what it is to be in constant truly pain. Truly understand. Yeah. 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 That's like,
0: something I'd never dealt with. I'd never had a broken bone in my life. I'd never been hospitalized except to have two C sections. So I didn't know what it was like. So whenever I look back and I would be like, God, what you know, why won't you heal me? I know you can mm-hmm. do it and you're not, and I just couldn't figure it out. And I would be, God, I believe that all things work together for the good of those who Lord. I know that's true. I can't figure out the all things. I can't figure out how this is one of them mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just couldn't. And um and God, He really changed my heart to where now i know he has given me such empathy for people with chronic pain i don't pray for them from a place of i'm sad i'm just going to pray you feel better it's like something deep down within me that i get it and i want to do whatever i can to help and i'm going to pray for you blood sweat and tears you know from just a place that really is truly understanding um just god has given me he's given me that ability to see and to know and to want to help and to be able to have some wisdom from from dealing with it but it's definitely a struggle like Mm. 100% um,
1: so keeping your mind on good things right keeping your thoughts I I, I guess it's kind of
0: whenever I'm hurting like I had you know because you can't
1: go just load up on pills either, oh, right? Because no, no, I'm you, not at you all. You know, yeah, you're like in this, in uh, this. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: I have anytime I have a good day, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. And I thank God. Sometimes I have good hours, and I thank God for them. You just had a good so week. I had, yeah, like, yeah. I was gonna say, I had like <laughs> six days, mm-hmm. I had like six days, and it was off the chain, and I was so excited. And so I, it will get me to really excited though, to where I think, oh my gosh, is this it? And I never let myself go there a hundred percent because I cannot take the devastation of here we go again. And so I don't. I just say, God, I'm gonna thank you for this day i'm gonna praise you for this day yeah
1: because god is still good mm-hmm. right oh, he's you've so good. gotten to that place absolutely. obviously so it good. seems yeah. like god is good yeah. regardless of how yeah. you're feeling 100
0: the less the last week has been brutal i mean absolutely awful um up until yesterday today's a little better and i think because yeah. i was ready to come here and yeah, share yeah. and get it in um, but, yeah, I have very absolutely brutal days, terrible days where I can't get out of bed, where I can't feed my family, where I can't do laundry. And it's yeah. um, that's part of the struggle, something that is still a struggle. But, like I said, I thank God. This is what I do, y'all. I walk through my house and out loud I say, God, thank you that it's me and not my children. Lord, thank you that my kids are not in Texas. Inter- Texas. Texas Children's Medical Center, You yeah, know that it's yeah. not them. And I'll say thank you God that I don't have to work, that I don't have to sit in traffic to drive an hour from here to work in an office nine to five. Mm-hmm, I will mm-hmm. verbally speak out loud all of the things that I'm so grateful for so mm. and that's how I deal with it because I can't take pain pills, I will not take pain pills,
1: yeah, good. Totally. period. Wow. That's fire.
2: Yeah, That is good.
1: Okay, what's the final one?
2: All right, yeah, we got a couple minutes and we'll end on a little fun one, you know. Uh, so the right final one is you think you know me, yeah. right? So you shared a little bit, and I like that. You know, somebody gave you the nickname A9, right? Mr. A9. A9. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they probably got a lot of misconceived notions out there about who Amanda is, maybe people who knew you before, maybe who see, who mm-hmm. people who maybe just don't see you oh, at yeah, all. And no, they're, like, ah, they're like, oh, Amanda's probably like this. that. <laughs> yeah, um, and so you think you know me is, you know, you, you got to set the record straight. You think you know me, you think I'm like this, but, but I'm, I'm really, really like that. This.
1: Yeah, and you got to start off with, and, and, you know, I know you got this in you, so, you know, it's <laughs> got, you got to give it that, Hit you know, it, you yeah. think you know me.
2: Yeah, okay,
0: you think you know me but i i think i should piggyback off of the last segment i think people really do think that i'm probably sitting over there just the sad amanda who just can't go do anything with train nine mm-hmm. and who wants to do, go do this and who wants to go to shows and who wants to go all this and yes would it be nice yes but i'm not sitting over there needing anybody to feel sorry for me and i'm not sitting over there sad and lonely mm-hmm. it's i'm just not god mm-hmm. has taken me to a different place i'm over that so I'm home because I choose to be home. Yeah, I love to be home with my kids. I'm so grateful that I can be there to take my son to school every morning, mm-hmm. to pick him up every day after school, to be involved in their daily, you know, lives. And so I'm not feeling sorry for myself and sad and down and blue. I have moments where I hurt, and the physical pain is, de- you know, is very de- debilitating, oh, yeah, very yeah. hard, uh, very hard to deal with. But the the emotional and the spiritual stuff, like I'm not. You know, dying and wishing that I could just do a million things. I'm just not. God gave me peace with it, and also I'm a nurturer. I'm such a nurturer. So I, anybody in our lives that is a spiritual son or daughter, um, I'm very much hands-on and very much involved in their walk and. Uh, They, you know, I have a lot of people who come to me one-on-one, like as a mom to them. So you're still ministering? Oh, all day, every day. And I'm so grateful to be able to do it. So yeah, God took, he took away the quantity again, but he gave me the quality. And one Mm. by one, I'm able to go really deep with people. And and I love it. I love it. every minute of it. No matter how I feel, I get to do that. Yeah. That's my totally good so days, good. my bad days, mm-hmm. I'm able to do it.
2: Yeah. yeah, and one thing you shared before is that uh it's it is in a sense still the ministry that you saw because 100%. he wouldn't be able to go out and do the things if 100%. home wasn't taken care yeah, of. Yeah, there's a you know, I think a lot of people see
0: Trey and what y'all see is what y'all get. There is no other tray. Let yeah. me say them. My husband, what everybody sees is exactly the man that he is. There's no, you know, Trey behind the scenes who gets loud and angry and and there's nothing, that's not him, there's no part of him. It could be his, you know, his life could be on the front page of the newspaper every day and that's exactly what me and my children see at home, Mm -hmm. period. Um, I'm so grateful for that. Uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, he's good. And I think that's what's important, you know, in anyone who's in ministry, you know. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm sorry. I'll I'll try for a minute. You're good, you're good. but <laughs> I'm
0: losing my trade. No, you're good. <laughs> he he can't do, Trey cannot do all of the things that he does and he reminds me all the time Yeah, if I was not able to be, like, I'm not worried about him going over here and having to, you know, to deal with these women who are prostitutes yeah. on the street. Yeah, yeah, I'm not right. worrying about, you know, what is well, he, I think he's out he, for five, he has five, good boundaries you know, you know, yeah, he, oh, 100%, yeah, yeah. but I'm not worrying about, you know, he's out too long, he's going to the prison to see these guys, he might not be home tonight till midnight, like all of those little things, like, those are things that don't i i just I have 100% faith and trust in him yeah. and 100% faith That's and dope. trust in God and there's no yeah, there's no wishy-washy Manda thank you day. so
1: much for being it's with fire. us we really Woo! appreciate that thank you Wall Martinez from This Is Real
2: and I'm Stephanie Rave and we're so glad you joined us if you enjoyed the show be sure to like share and subscribe and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode
1: and don't forget in Houston Texas on 100.7 FM every single Saturday night we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30 man with real people real problems real solutions the show is right Rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities, 51 state and county jails and prisons. And what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them. We're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire. Amen. And so uh, for that, we need some partners. So if you want to partner with us, please click on the link below.
2: And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hashtag this is real or on any other platforms. Pastor Juan Martinez.
1: Hey, that's a wrap. Peace.